2: Hello everyone, welcome along to the Best Best Ball Show on of biz Radio. My name's Colin Kelly, you can follow me on Twitter at Overtime I'm delighted to be joined by my co-host here for the series. It is Zach Kruger, you can follow on Twitter at ZK underscore FFB. We'll be running through pretty much uh, everything that you need for your best ball season. Let the listeners know we're going to be running it for basically two shows a week, each Saturday and Monday, throughout uh, the next month or two at least. We're hoping to hit you with between kind of 14 15 of these shows to get you set up for success. And on this show, we're going to be diving into the best ball tools on Rotoviz. You know, we, you'll know, you hear across the Rotoviz radio network of podcasts, all, all, we always talk and implement them in. They are a huge part of the decision-making process based on uh, what data they pull in and helping us to make those uh, informed decisions. We do have so many different tools up on the website. We have the Roster Construction Explorer, the FFPC Command Centre, the Best Ball Winrate Explorer and much much more. Of course as we go through the series we will be going through a number of different strategies that you can implement while using these tools. You can, you know, We'll talk 0RB, Modified 0RB, Elite Tight End. We'll look at maybe what you want to do with the quarterback position and you know where you're drafting them for uh, the utmost success and what we've been able to do in research over the years uh, to see where those wins will come from and boost your win percentage but when it comes to some of the tools up on the website um you know we all have our favorites but when it comes to best um you know i mentioned the three already they're they're the three most prominent but there is a number of other ones but which do you find yourself uh diving into and using the most Zach?
3: so when it comes to the tools uh the thing that i am I, I guess I would say I value the most is without a doubt the uh, the roster construction explorer the FFPC roster construction explorer there's also on Rotoviz if you're not playing FFPC there's also a fanball roster construction explorer but drafting mainly in the FFPC leagues the FFPC roster construction explorer is something that I kind of always that's like my starting point for my drafts it, it it's just a lot to look at in there it offers you a look at historical win rates just based on um, how teams have drafted how your construction build is looking um, depending on whether you have two quarterbacks three quarterbacks maybe four quarterbacks depending on how ambitious you're getting at the position it just gives you a look at what team's win rates look like based on how they are drafting and you can mess around with that a little bit we'll get we'll get into that a little bit later but i think that when you're getting into an ffpc draft having that tool just in your corner is a great way to get started because as your draft is unfolding you can look at what you're doing you can plug in say maybe you're taking your rb1 in round two your wide receiver one in round one you can see how win rates shift over the course of the last several years based on when you're taking those players. So it really gives you a chance to understand uh, how, how good of a quality the decisions that you're making are as you're building. And even if you want to mess around with it before your draft, you can kind of see maybe the direction that you're planning on going and decide whether or not it's a good one based on the inputs that you're putting in with the filters. So the FFPC Roster Construction Explorer uh, is definitely a very good tool to use and my personal favorite on the site.
2: Yeah, and like Sean Siegel has done a lot of work with it in terms of, uh, you know, the best ball workshop that he puts out every year, showing you some of the different win rates. We've talked about it on the Road of His Overtime podcast. Like, sometimes we can get into the nitty gritty, we can talk about like, when you're setting up that lineup and you know where you take your kickers your defense what sort of tricks you can use where you're drafting your quarterbacks before what round you need two quarterbacks where's the quarterback window and so on and so forth you can see where those win rates change dramatically and it won't give you exactly the players who you need to draft but it'll tell you what kind of process we we should be looking for? How many running backs do we need on that roster? Where are we picking those running backs from? And and you know how many wide receivers do you need to boost that win rate? How many tight ends do you need? What is the tight end window? It just gives you the different options and maybe you know, and and one of the things I've enjoyed recently with the the Road of His Overtime podcast, we've been getting uh, reviews, you know, for the podcast, and that, you know, they're not zero RB uh, fantasy players, but they like, you know, the, the process and the analysis behind what we're talking about. And that's exactly the thing. You don't have to be in agreement with everyone else, but the data from the leagues, and as you mentioned, it's not just from last year, it's from previous years before that you can set up the filters and you can see what the win rates are you can see the historical trends and and that's really going to help you with the process when you're going into draft in these best ball leagues because as we mentioned in the 101 episode it is a different drafting process than when you're just drafting your redraft team because depending on the site you're using and the format there isn't going to be those waivers there's not going to be time to Uh, adjust your team when it when it gets to later in the season so being aware of what way you're going to set up that roster for success throughout the now I guess uh, uh, 17 week season rather than um well 17 game season rather than 17 week but 18 18 week season I guess we'll call it. It's still getting confusing to say what we're going to go with here but uh, it it is really necessary to help set you up for success. What are some of the adjustments or filters you might use if for the listeners who mightn't be uh, familiar with the tools on the site uh, for um, the Roster Construction Explorer? What would you be setting some of those presets to?
3: Sure. So I'm I'm pulling up the roster construction explorer now just so I can have everything in front of me here. Uh you mentioned Sean's work earlier on the Best Ball Workshop, which is just a fantastic series offered over here at Rotoviz. Uh he puts out like an article or two, I feel like every every week on that, which is just uh, you know, the I mean, the 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 words put down from one of the best players out there to do it right now where we can really get understanding for how we should be building our rosters based on what he's showing us in his articles. So there are a few different things that you can do. If you look at the Roster Construction Explorer, there's an option that says Position Settings, and then there's an option that says Round-by-Round round Settings. Round-by-Round round is going to be used more so based on what position you're taking and when, but Position Settings is going to be uh, more or less the number of players that you want to have on your roster. And just through extensive research done over here at Rotoviz over the years, I feel like I kind of have a good enough of an understanding on certain players that I – how many of a certain position I need on my team going into a draft. So rather than try to mess around with my filters on the right-hand side on when I'm taking my running back one, when I'm taking my wide receiver one, et cetera, the first thing I like to do is I like to set my position settings to the positions that I kind of already know that I need X number of um, players at this position. So for my quarterback, uh, I like to set it for three, and I also like to set my defenses to three, along with my kickers to three that's kind of like my starting point and then perhaps depending on maybe if I take a running back in round one or a wide receiver in round one maybe I'll mess with that a little bit and we'll we'll talk more about drafting the specific positions later but I, I think it's kind of common knowledge at this point in time that having at least three quarterbacks at least three defenses and at least three kickers is going to get you on the right path to best ball success uh, if you just
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just
3: adjust those three alone. The Best Ball Win Rate Explorer gives a 10.4% win rate. Um, for teams that have drafted three quarterbacks average win rate percent is 8.3 percent so you're already above average and that's not even factoring in the other decisions you may make along the way during your draft so that those are kind of my presets obviously nothing is is concrete but I think that that's kind of how I like to start and I feel a little bit more confident going into my draft when I already know that this is what I'm getting and then I can kind of build my Uh, team around that and I can plug in what I'm doing and who I'm drafting where around those premises of three quarterbacks, three defense, and three kickers.
1: Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfer sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com/slashrotovis now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. getromancom rotoviz Get started now to save fifteen dollars on your first month of treatment.
2: So you mentioned there, Zachary, just in terms of when you're drafting those, you know, this is where we get into that bubble. Uh, some people might be listening to the best ball, the best best ball podcast to, to get into best ball. And that is one of the kind of simplified approaches we take is like, right, everyone knows this. But if you're listening to this show and you haven't played best ball and you're playing against people who haven't, you know, signed up to Rotovis or haven't listened to this show that already is like a real insight as to how to set that team up for success because just by going in putting in that information into the into the tool is going to let you know that you know you're already going to be above average based on that and then we can move forward from that so there's so many different insights and again we did mention it earlier in the best ball workshop from Sean Siegel must read if you're playing best ball, sets you up really for success, gives you all the different intricacies to help you increase that winning percentage. And the breakdown that you give there as well off the actual tool is a really kind of perfect overview. And like Sean always says, is uh, you know, the, these tools, when you go into them, they're a very easy way if you want to lose a couple of hours um, by playing around with the different settings. Another one of uh, my favorite tools up on the website is FFPT command center uh, so i'll let you take it away zach you're doing a, a very nice job of explaining these two so I'll, I'll let you take center stage on the ffpc command center
3: sure well i've been using them a little bit over these last couple of months so i, I feel pretty uh, sharp in being able to explain them now and my wife won't listen to me explain them to her so i guess i'll explain it here on the podcast uh but to continue on so the ffpc command center is probably The next closest thing to a hack that I would say we have over here at roto in terms of just having a leg up on your competition, one of the things that the command center does here is it actually pulls more recent ADP data from drafts. As opposed to if you go to the site, you're going to see ADP data stretched over the course of the entire season or that entire draft period. So if you open up the FFPC Command Center, there's an option in the top left-hand corner where you can plug in your email or username. If you're in an active draft, which I'm not right now, so I I can't quite pull it up to a T, but you're going to plug in your name and then it offers below all of the positions. It literally shows you what is happening in your draft as it's unfolding. It automatically refreshes, I believe it's like every 45 seconds. Um, And then it just kind of shows you current ADPs that are perhaps a little bit more recent than the FFPC ADPs that you may see on the FFPC site. So this is just an example, but let's just say um, you know maybe you're taking someone like Cortland Sutton, and the uh, and the FFPC ADP is showing that he's going around 60th overall. If you open up that roster or I'm sorry, that FFPC command center, you may see that over the last 10 days, while Cortland Sutton's ADP is showing his 60th overall in the FFPC draft, you may actually see that he's going closer to maybe 55th or 54th overall. And depending on where you're at in your draft, you may make the decision to pull the trigger on him based on realizing what more recent ADP looks like compared to what the FFPC is showing you. And then in addition to that, it also shows you the chances that a player makes it back to you, based on the you know just the percentage of a chance that a player makes it back to you, so you can even kind of evaluate your decision when and where you draft the player, based on the odds of that player making it back to you. Should you pass on them during that? Um, during that first pass through or or whenever you may be first considering them. So it is kind of a look behind the curtain at more recent ADPs and I I think it gives you a significant edge over the field. If people aren't using that, it gives you a more accurate representation of what the crowd's currently thinking compared to what maybe the FFPC ADP suggests the crowd is thinking when that has numbers rolled into it perhaps from you know three, four weeks ago that may not be as relevant as they are uh, within the 10 day range that you can use on on the ffpc command center here
2: yeah i think one of the best things you mentioned there's the way it refreshes so when you're in a live draft if you're you know you can obviously do slow drafts but you're in a live draft and you have your time on the clock Sometimes when it's coming up, you might have like two players that you're hoping that falls to you at that spot. There might be two picks to go. Those two players come off the board and all of a sudden you're like, oh, where am I going here? Uh, and then the, the tool is basically going to tell you these are the best players available at ADP. These are the players that might get back to you. Let's say you're you're picking at 111 um, and, and, and we're into the fifth round. Well, it's going to tell you who might be there at that pick but then who's going to be there when we get back basically and and three or four picks time that you could still sweep up and get into that so it helps make you make that informed decision particularly i think if you're you mentioned it being like a hack when you're if, if, particularly if you're not drafting in high volume it takes all the pressure kind of off it. it makes those decisions almost automatic and it, it makes it really really simplified you can get that edge over the rest of your opponents and pretty much like you don't have to do anything it's auto refresh and it's keeping everything up to date for you um really really good stuff I I love the command center I think it's if it to me it might be my favorite tool on the entire site just for when you're drafting the other tools you can kind of sit back and you know use pre-draft you can look through them post-draft and things but when you're on the clock the command center is going to help you make those big decisions to help you uh, win those leagues. In terms of uh, the other two tools we're going to talk about on today's show the next one up is the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer. We obviously want to have the best win rate we can Uh, Zach how exactly can the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer boost those win rates for us?
3: Sure, so the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer, uh, I have written here in the notes, it's like a Swiss army knife of best ball tools, which is really just kind of how I felt about it when I first saw it, and then it's, it's only gotten better over the course of, of the year since it first came out. But when you go into the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer, you get links to a summary table, a player win rate explorer, a positional heat map, stack analysis, and a stack explorer. Uh, the summary table is simply a summary of players uh, drafted in FFPC League since 2017, which gives gives you a look at their ADP during a particular year along with their point totals and their win rates. Uh, and then as far as the player win rate explorer goes, uh, it's a similar tool that allows you to see everything that can be seen in the summary table, but then if you want to know how a stack may have fared in a given year, uh, for example, let's take a look at uh, Patrick Mahomes' 2018 run where he was just a tremendous value going going where he was in the draft that year because he had yet to have his MVP breakout season. But if you're curious to see how a team with uh, – Patrick Mahomes in 2018 stacked up with, say, Tyree Kelly, and maybe you also had Travis Kelsey on that team. If you plug in those teams, you can see what the win rates looked like with teams who had those three particular players, and not just Patrick Mahomes on its own. Um, the positional heat map is another really awesome tool just to kind of take a look at. I actually did a series of articles on the positional heat map last season. I called it "Going Green" with the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer, kind of a pun on uh, you know winning money, and then also. Uh, the positives on the the heat map are highlighted in green. So a a little spin on that, but basically the positional heat map shows you how you might be able to provide a marginal boost to your win rate based on where you're drafting from and what players you're taking from that slot while the stack analysis tool um, also shows you what stacks have yielded some of the highest win rates uh, yet again. So um, they're they're all kind of you know like I said it's a Swiss Army knife. There's there's almost tools within a tool there, and you can take a look at everything to to see for yourself just just different ways you can adjust your win rate. Uh, I would encourage anyone who's not yet been in the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer to definitely jump in there. You might be surprised at some of the things that you find. One thing I did want to touch on real quick here. In the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer, and I'm going to open it up. And it was a question that I had, uh, which I actually pitched to Dave Cave in the other day, and he answered it for me. So I'm going to assume that people may be curious to this question here, and I'm going to just kind of answer it. But if you are in the Best Ball Win Rate Explorer and you go to the Stack Analysis tab, you're going to see different options for highest upside stacks, safest stacks, and then all stacks. Uh, Depending on which one you're looking at, what I'm I'm going to explain is kind of relevant for any of these. But if you look at just under the All Stacks tab, it says it gives you three players, and it says PK1, TE1, Wide Receiver 3, which historically has had one of the higher win rates. It's actually had the highest win rate at 12.0%. People who see that may be a little bit confused. They may think that that's suggesting that the kicker who they take first, then the tight end who they take first, then the Wide Receiver 3 who they take, that's what yields the highest win rate. I know when I first saw that, I had kind of thought of it that way, and that's actually not the case. So when you're looking at that, you'll see just above the players it says NFL team stack. What this is implying is that the kickers who, or the players who are all on the same team, that these stacks are what's actually giving you one of the higher win rates. So if you want to use, say, a team like the Chiefs, whose kicker evades me at the moment, I I, I know it's not Cairo Santos anymore. Uh,
2: but Harrison Butker.
3: Harrison Bucker, there you go. So if you take a look at this, the PK one would be Harrison Bucker. The TE one would obviously be Travis Kelsey. And then for the sake of this experiment, we'll call the wide receiver three, uh, Nicole Hardman. So if you were to have Bucker, Kelsey, and Nicole Hardman, theoretically, that stack may be one of the stronger stacks you could do when looking to pair more than two teammates together. So again, that's under the stack analysis tool. I would definitely encourage everyone to check it out, Uh, along with everything on the best ball one way to explore it. There's nothing in there that's going to um, do anything but help you become better at best ball and more familiar with the format and perhaps find a way to have a leg up over your competition.
2: Yeah I think that's good And I think like You know stacking Has obviously become Very predominant With DFS And the DFS community Um, And I've been Implementing it Over the last kind of Two or three years More into my season long And into my dynasty teams Um, So I think like Adding it in here too Is obviously Another step But when you can Dive into it And see that It's not always a case Like if you're drafting Patrick Mahomes It's very hard to probably You know Get him and Tyreek Hill on the roster, so maybe you can get a secondary wide receiver rather than the the top guy there when it comes to ADP. And um, so, very very good point. The last thing I will mention in terms of tools is the FFPC exposures tool. We mentioned in the 101 episode that it's very important to think about bankroll where we're going to spend that money, how we're allocating it, how many leagues we're in and drafting and so on. The other thing that's very important is, and look, it could work out for you, you could have 100% exposure to one player. Like last year, you could have been lucky enough to have the 101 pick in every single league that you played in. You probably had 100% exposure, in that case, into Christian McCaffrey. But unfortunately, once his season goes the way it does, that leads you to a very low, (laughs) you know, Percentage in terms of uh, coming out on top for your your bankroll for the year. So the FFPC exposures tool is somewhere where you can plug in a bit like you mentioned earlier, Zach. The you know putting in your name like we do in the other tools. Your your FFPC information so simple to to get the data pulled across. But then it can tell you like you know you've drafted in four leagues. You've drafted this player three times. It's going to be seventy five percent exposure and so on. And sometimes like it's okay if you're playing one league, two league, three leagues. But you know, let's say like you're a degenerate like we may be and you're playing in like you know 100 or you know 50 leagues or whatever's happening uh this is a must use uh, zach
3: yeah no it definitely is uh the other thing that i like too with the ffpc adp and exposure tool is like you said you can plug in your name the other thing that i think is really cool with this tool if you actually put your name in which i did you can take a look at the average discount that you've been receiving on players over the course of of your best ball season. So I can take a look and see just real quick here. Uh, the, the average discount I have for my best, my best discount at least my best players jacoby myers i have a 51 pick discount on jacoby myers so um just just kind of seeing where you are compared to the field on a certain player how you're drafting him compared to others is, is also kind of a cool little way to look at it. you can also see when the earliest and latest is that that player's been picked i know at one point in time i was i was proudly touting myself as having taken james robinson the latest of anybody in the ffpc draft i think that has since now uh that record has since been broken now that Travis Etienne is on the Jaguars. But prior to the draft, I think I was close to the person who took, uh, who took James Robinson the latest. And it's just a fun tool to take a look at. It's very easy to use and, and a great way to track your portfolio over the course of the season.
2: Yeah, definitely is. And that was kind of a brief overview of the tools. There's much more tools up on the website, but uh, those are some of the key ones in terms of your best ball league. So I'd highly recommend checking those out. That is basically the tools episode. We will be touching on the tools throughout the series, but that was the main overview of them. We will be talking about the different strategies over the uh, coming shows. We'll be talking about Zero RB, Elite Tight End, uh, and talking much, much more about all the different ways that you can set that team up for success while you're drafting. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the RotoViz Radio podcast feed. That's where all the shows will be dropping. We will have a page as well up on rotoviz.com where we will be kind of putting all these shows as a placeholder and a directory for these episodes. So head on over and check that out as well. And as always, I want to finish the show by letting you know, as a RotoViz listener, as a loyal podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% off a one-year RotoViz subscription. All you have to do is add the discount code RVRadio2021 at checkout or by going to rotoviz.com forward slash podcast for additional information. Of course, you can drop us a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. We always appreciate those. So I want to thank. My co-host here, Zach Kruger, who you can follow on Twitter at ZK underscore FFB. Of course, my name's Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. And until we're back with the next episode in the series, of course, have a good one.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?